0: All right. Uh, I'm super excited about today's topic because
1: it comes from author Chip Gaines, who I like because he looks a lot like you. I don't know if you if you got that vibe, Andrew.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I think author Chip's Gaines is not the correct uh, nomenclature for him. I think it's home builder and uh, mo- um, design mogul. A design but, uh, mogul. i will give that I, to him.
1: Hey, listen, Chip's multifaceted.
0: It's a excerpt from his book in
1: relevant magazine entitled the revolutionary act of assuring the best about others here's the quote next time someone is short with you in line at the grocery store instead of chalking it up to that person being a jerk ask yourself if maybe there's something going on in that person's life that would make it hard for them to find the energy to be polite now so we often give this the waitress example here on the reposted show the waitress is rude and then you don't want to tip her but one of when one of our friends is rude, we give them a pass, right? Because well, we know them. But our friends have bad days, right? And then people that don't know them don't tip our friends the waitress. So if we're giving people passes, why don't we just give them to everyone then, Andrew?
0: So you're saying the next time you're rude to me, I should Venmo you five dollars and be like, hey, for sure, work on your <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I think th- I mean, this is definitely true. And when you're sitting calmly in your house or you're just sitting calmly thinking about this in general, you're like, oh, of course, um, I, should, I should be able to think about what, what other people are going through. But in the moment when you're on your last nerve, someone can kind of push you over the edge and it's harder to control yourself from seeing red. So, I mean, I like the sentiment and it's something I try to live by, but I don't know the best way to try to achieve that by uh, when I'm upset. So we've actually had this conversation
1: in my house, me and my wife. We'll, we'll be in an argument or a discussion about something. And I'm like, hey, can you just assume the best of me? You actually know me the best. We've lived together for a long time. You know me. And she still assumes the worst of me, the guy that she's married to.
0: Well, do you have the best intentions or is she correct? No,
1: I mean, not always, but this idea once again of whether it's your your spouse, your partner or someone down the street, why not get into the mindset of,
0: hey, you know what? Maybe that person's just having a bad day and I'll give them a pass. I guess I agree with that. But the counterside of that is you can't presuppose everyone has your best interest at heart. And I think you kind of put up defenses because you don't want to get taken advantage of. So like maybe if someone cuts in front of you in line in the grocery store, which is a pretty innocuous example, Maybe you're like, okay, go ahead. And then all of a sudden, everyone's getting in front of you. So there's like some level of needing to protect yourself from other people who might have not necessarily nefarious, but like their interest at heart over yours. And so it's like there, there is a line of taking care of yourself versus just giving everyone the benefit of the doubt.
1: Well, what I think Chip is saying, why don't we flip that mindset and assume that everybody does have our best interest at heart and go that other way?
0: Yes. I mean, I agree with that, but it's like, Hey, can I borrow a hundred dollars? And you're like, well, you still haven't paid me back the thousand. You let me borrow two months ago. Like at what point you see what I'm saying? Like at some point you need to be able to stand up for yourself for lack of a better term. Uh, be, But I mean, I agree that you should be able to um, assume the best in people, but there, there comes a point where you have to be like, Hey, knock it off.
1: One of the taglines in Chip's book is get comfortable with being Uncomfortably kind. So I'm assuming what he's saying is like, hey, let everybody cut you off. Anybody ask you for money, give it to him. Be uncomfortable with being overtly kind. I feel like he's almost sort of challenging, is like, hey, guess see what happens. Will you just get cut off and never get up, get over a lane because you're gonna let everybody in?
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's something I can do I can I could try to do it but there are aspects I think everyone has different soft spots in their life for me soft spot being like you're more sensitive so like if someone cuts me off in traffic I'm gonna get a lot more upset than Nicole would but uh, some contractor shows up 30 minutes late I'm more I'm like that's how it goes and she's gonna get upset so I guess maybe the best way to Practices is I identify what you get most upset about and try to do it in that area of life.
1: Is there a status quo amongst people? Like, for instance, if you're back to the waitress thing, waiter, waitress. If they're having a bad day, do you instantly not tip them? But if you run into a lawyer friend of yours, do you give them a pass? Do we have a status quo and we
0: judge people on that on that level on their level? I think we do. I think you judge people based on appearance probably first and Hmm. foremost. Like if if I asked you for money, well, not me, if someone that looked like me asked you for money, you might say, if I was like, Hey, my car broke down. Can, can I have $5 for gas? Like that's, that's a good example of like, you've gotten that pitch so many times at a gas station and you're like, all right, well, I know what you're doing. Like your car didn't really break down, but like at some point that is true. So I think there is a status quo and it, it kind of depends on what people look like. And I guess that goes back to my thought of protecting yourself and survival. Your your uh, primal instincts go back to, like, making a snap judgment to protect yourself rather than give all your money away. Isn't there some sort of movie? I'm, I'm, it's like maybe
1: a kid's movie where they had to say yes to everything that, that someone asked them to that day. Uh, liar, not, liar? No, no, no. That's lying. But I feel like there was like a, well, I, there's the new movie from Jennifer, whatever her name is, called Yes Day, where she has to do everything her kids ask her. Uh, so I'm sort of like the adult version Would be like if anybody asks you for anything Or anybody needs anything
0: You just gotta say yes I mean that's that's the uh, improv 101 class You just have oh, to say yes, yes and- to everything yes. Which I mean I'm flip-flopping back and forth on this topic today But like that is a better way to live your life I think I've said yes more in my life In the last five years Since I've been doing improv than I did before And I would I would say that my life is happier now Than it was before Look at that. I like someone says like, hey, can I borrow 10
1: bucks? You're like, yes. And I have it in quarters. So you give them a roll of quarters. Um, this
0: is something that I really believe in. It's, well, that uh, was it's, an example of not having their best interest at heart.
1: Really? Quarters <laughs> is the same. It's the same. It's a $10 bill.
0: Mm, well, maybe we can debate the way to pay people. But like dimes. I, mean, I didn't give
1: them dimes. Okay, anyway, I'll cut you
0: off. <laughs> this is uh, like a little Larry personal theory.
1: I truly believe in people karma, like how you treat people, not necessarily the ones, you know, the ones you don't know that comes back to you. You never know if you like you're in a bank and someone needs something like, Hey, can I get in line or whatever? You try to be nice, not necessarily cutting. You never know if that person might become your best friend. I feel like if you're nice to people, that karma comes back to you in your relationships. I I really firmly believe that.
0: I think it probably does i I have one last example that i thought of that's only happened once in my life i've flown a lot and i was on one flight where they made the announcement it's like hey there's some people that have a tight connection can everyone stay seated so they can get off and it did happen i've heard that announcement a bunch of times and most of the time it doesn't and this time the entire plane sat down while people scurried off and that made me happy you know what if that doesn't happen on that plane flight like Whoever gets up first they just straight boo him. The whole plane just boo. Right? Yeah, I think the people that are willing to cut in cut in front of everyone don't don't get affected by booing, but uh that's all right. Are you like is that karma work out if you're like, "Hey, uh we have a uh, too many people on the flight.
1: We're willing to give you a $100 gift certificate." Uh, blah, blah, blah. Is that like a nice thing to do? I think does.
0: I think the okay. mob mentality, it just takes one person to get up. Mob no. mentality is a strong
1: thing. No, but I'm saying, like, you know, like when they're saying, like, hey, this flight's overbooked. Does anybody want to volunteer to get the credit to go on a later flight? Is that kind of a good deed or am I being greedy because I want the $500
0: voucher? Is that, or is that both? I, I think it could be both. I've okay. turned down a $1,000 voucher <gasps> one time. What? Yeah. Where'd you have to be? I didn't have to be anywhere. I was, I spent two days in Amsterdam and that was enough for me. And I was like, I cannot spend. <laughs> a third day in Amsterdam Dude,
1: he had a, uh, that is blasphemy I got a Dutch friend who would punch you right in the you know what,
0: spend another day in Amsterdam. the ear? no,
1: the lower ball.
0: <laughs> well if you want to punch Larry in the ear please reach out, you can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram I'm Andrew Keller for Liar Liar Jim Carrey, so thanks for stopping by